Welcome to another edition of Serial Viewers, where we will be looking at the year 2023 in review. Or, as they say on the internet, this will be 2023 wrapped, because algorithms. Today I am joined, as always, by Stefan and Alex. Introduce yourselves, boys. Hi, I'm Stefan. Hello, everybody. I'm Alex. You guys sound so excited to be oh, doing this are. right now. We are. I just get really, like, microphone shy at the beginning. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I won't lie to you. It's been a weird fucking year. I wouldn't be expecting anything else from you guys at this point. I also get stage fright when I go for a wee in public toilets. I thought I'd share that with Who's you. Who's watching you? Yeah. Do you know when you go to the urinal and there's a queue? I don't like that. Yeah. There was an uncomfortable experience when I went to Stamford Bridge to watch football and I went to the toilets and there was, like, grotty old men. Watching me pee around you, mm. yeah, okay, that that would freak and me out. And as a result, it's made me kind of. If I've had a few beers of me, I'm like, yeah, let it let it flow, let it rip. But um, I mean, it says a lot about Chelsea and their playing standard that people would much rather watch each other piss in the urinals than actually watch. This the was at half time. Uh, yeah, of course, the it normal was. time to go for a pee, or that was. five minute like just before the end of half time, yeah. so you beat the cues. You're making excuses for Chelsea, mate. I don't know what you're See, doing. See, I tell you, this would never happen at Arsenal's ground. Let me just tell you. Okay, let's move on to yeah, what we're actually fuck here for. Being a football podcast. <laughs> before I kill someone. <laughs> fuck. Um, so, 2023 in movies, in cinema, how do we feel about this year? I think it's actually been quite a decent year. Yeah. Yeah, after going through like the list, I've noticed that there were a lot of films that I had on certain lists and there were other films that I completely forgot that had even come out this year that I had seen. Likewise. Yeah, likewise. January feels like it was ages ago yeah. in film releases. Yeah. I noticed that in no, particular. I mean, Almost another century entirely. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm kind of thinking the same, man. I mean, if there was any doubt in 2022 that cinema was back, box office-wise and production-wise, definitely. it's definitely out the fucking window right now. Yeah. Uh, so let's have a think about it. Let's go through best, worst, honourable mentions, which we'll start with. Okay. Um, are there any films that you wouldn't quite fit into your top five that maybe are worth talking about? Because to be honest with you, fellas, I'm not sure where my top five ends and my honourable mentions begin because we're, we're at standard this year, man. We're at standard. What are we thinking, boys? I think that the year has been decent enough where you actually can say that it's hard to distinguish the best and the honourable mentions. Yeah. Whereas, like, the COVID years, it was pretty easy. Well, it was yeah. Bond and then it was Spider-Man and then it was Bond again. And, oh, yeah, wait, it was, was Titan a COVID year? Yes, it was. And it was out in Curzon Cinemas for a week. And as a result, I didn't get to see it. So fuck you, Curzon. Actually, I had a nice time working there. I, I, didn't, I didn't get to see that movie either. Because it was heard, out for a week. I heard it was DC, out for a week. DC. Films, films we want to see are out for like three days. Films we don't want to see <laughs> are, out for are playing like again months. and again and again <laughs> until we're all dead. Um, yeah, like that was the thing I noticed when the Marvels came out and I was trying to catch Saltburn, mm. which I sadly haven't seen. So maybe there's a couple I, I thought that I haven't seen yet, which might be on my list. Okay. Sure, sure. Yeah. So that was a tough one. I have like two big ones, which big were Saltburn and the new Godzilla. Uh, Godzilla minus one. That's a big one. Aren't we that's still, a big one. We still plan to Are we still going to see right? that? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I feel yeah. like we have to get this out before the year ends. And, okay. You know, mm. But we're going to fucking see Godzilla no, minus of course, one. Of course. Yeah, I've heard some from good what shit, I've heard. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm, I'm game. I am game. Another yeah. one I had on my honourable mentions, um, which didn't make my top five exactly, but it would have been very, very close, just um, depending, on, well, based on the source material, was uh, Air... 
Air. Air. I really enjoyed Air. You've Air. both been telling me to watch that shit for about six months and I haven't. It's yeah. really rewatchable. Yeah. It is. It's like one of the most rewatchable films I've seen in a few years. Yeah. As well, those, because you could chuck it on. It's not particularly. It's not hard work. It's not depressing. It doesn't try too hard. It's not overstuffed. Easy watch. Mm. It's a really easy watch, but then it also gives you that kind of like, yeah, inspired. I can achieve shit. But it's also part of that like trend that's come about, which I've heard coined on the internet as the commercial biopic yeah I know. where we yeah. got like a blackberry film this year a tetris oh film cheetos film directed by eva longoria yeah i don't know where that shit's <laughs> like, going man. Wait, wait 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 wait. there was a cheetos film that oh, came out this year has it come out it's air but mexican has <laughs> <laughs> it actually come out does this film exist yeah it just got limited like limited what? release was that for a reason i think it's one of them where it gets gets into a few screens and okay right think of like rye lane do you think Ryan Lane came out in America, really? Got, like, no, a big exposure? No, I think Cheetos not. is kind of the same. I mean, it's obviously not a drama with the same, like, vibes. craftsmanship or vibes. Yeah. But, just mind you, I haven't seen it. So Eva Longoria might be, like, the next Stanley Kubrick. Oh, God. That was strange to say out loud. But well, I plan on getting pretty wasted over Christmas. So at some point... We might get the might, Cheetos. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll stick it on. We'll but, yeah, the... For a two-hour advert about a shoe, it made me want to buy the shoe. Did you buy the shoe, though? No. So it wasn't successful as an advert, but as a piece of cinema that made you feel something, it was. Yeah. Ah. No, 100%. I think if I was a kid, like a, like a 12, 13-year-old, because I think under the age of 10, you would not enjoy this film. Whereas if you're like 12, 13, you would want to go buy a fucking pair of airs afterwards. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And I went to Primark and they had these like knockoff airs and I was like, jokes, this film has infiltrated Primark. <laughs> I mean, that's not that hard to do. I mean, Nightmare Before Christmas has infiltrated Primark. Fucking... Yeah, but Nightmare Before Christmas is a cultural, massive, iconic yeah, It is, it is, and I agree. It's not but, about a shoe. But I have made this point in the past that if you go on a first date with somebody and they've got any kind of Nightmare Before Christmas merchandise on, it's a massive red Why? flag. Why is that always your go-to Because red Because it's a, it's a big one, and it flies at half-mast. So... <laughs> Honourable mentions, I, I've had to really pick my brain for this because there were a few films that came out this year that I really fucking loved. Mm. Um, but if there is a film that didn't quite, only because I think I've seen it quite recently and it hasn't had time to quite, I've said quite a lot. Um, you were saying so last week or well. I was I, and then. You were and then, mine is well, quite this okay, week. So we'll have our tits. Our vices. We'll have our vices and tits. Um, <laughs> That film, Thanksgiving, the Eli Roth film, Thanksgiving. Oh, I enjoyed that. <laughs> Mate, that is probably, and bear in mind, compared to you, Stefan, definitely, I'm not like a contemporary horror veteran, but that felt to me like the best fucking horror movie I'd seen in years, man. Really? Yeah, it gave me what I want. I'm a bit of a gore, gore person, you know? Mm. I like seeing innocent people die in the most cruel of ways. But you didn't. You didn't like. Did you see Saw X? We Saw did. X? We all. Well, we did the marathon. weren't you? The, no, you no, weren't. No, no, no. I, I wasn't uh, you privy missed to our, this. Missed our double. Yeah. Double feature day. So Thanksgiving we was the was what Saw should have been this year. Yeah, for him. Yeah. I I thought Saw for me. I didn't put Saw into anything, but I can say with Saw, it's not a worst. Okay. No, well, it wasn't quite that bad. Nah. And I got something out Saw of it. Saw was good for a Saw movie, and if you know what you're getting with a Saw movie... You'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. And I like the way they kind of dig deeper into John Kramer as a character. Mm. 
and is it Tobin Bell? Yeah, Tobin yeah. Bell. Tobin Bell is really good in it. Yeah, and I'm glad they finally gave him some more material and stuff to play with in it. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, I'd say Sorex isn't really anywhere for me, mm, but Thanksgiving. I also put Thanksgiving as my honourables as well. Yeah, that's a good fucking movie, I, man. Horror should teeter a line of kind of unless you're going for like moody, brew uh, like grim atmospheric horror yeah i find that when you make a kind of commercial horror you should kind of tightrope walk comedy in a way yeah Mm. and i think that's something like wes craven used to do a lot really well oh yeah yeah. and thanksgiving is an example of that it's in that same vein yeah yeah yeah. the black friday scene which is funny because i saw the film on black friday um that that scene is going to get re the film is going to get rewatched, but that scene is going to get replayed and replayed and replayed. I can see the memes. Yeah, the memes are coming. They're um, coming. The holidays and the memes are coming. Eli Roth's had this issue previously. I know, like with his films, like out of all of his films, I've only really liked Cabin Fever. I liked when I saw it. Never seen it. Now I watch it, I'm like, oh, this this doesn't hold up too well. Yeah. And that's an example of where he's trying to balance the comedy and the horror, and it just kind of fucking feels really weird down the middle. Sure. Yeah. Hostel is really actually underrated on a rewatch. Hostel really unnerves me. Also uh, mainly because of the, tor- the torture scenes and everything. Yeah, I, I know that's the aim of it, but like... I haven't gone back to watch any either really? that or the second one. Yeah, yeah. Do I've, people have their eyes reworked on their nipples and then their nipples reworked S- on their Stefan eyes? Stefan would be better to answer that there question. There is eye-related grossness. Does somebody have to eat their own eye? No, there's something really grim. Oh, fuck it. It's, uh, it came out years ago. In Hostel, someone gets their eye blowtorched out. Oh! And then they have to get a pair of, like, uh, what do you call them? Like what? wire cutters to cut the dangling eye out. <laughs> and then like a bit of pus rolls down the cheek. That's and it's the infection extremely would disgusting. Yeah. And as a result, the girl it happens to throws herself in front of a train at the end because she sees how ugly she is. Good Lord. I mean, that's a really positive message to... Well, this film's really xenophobic to, like, this country of Slovakia as well. Oh, do they not Because like it, like, implies that you go to Slovakia and stay in a hostel, you might get kidnapped and tortured. <laughs> like, that is, that's that is what racist. the film implies. That is racist. But, you know, Slovakians are white, so it's okay. Yeah, you know, just right? Just go mental. They're but, fine. Yeah, Slovakia got pissed, and it did, like... I think it did, like, a little bit of damage for tourism and things. They got worried, at least. Mm. I don't know if it's one of those where, like, you know... Kazakhstan. I was about to bring that yeah, up. They yeah, they were like, ah, oh, but in fact, it actually boosted their tourism. Borat, like, helped the Kazakhstan yeah. with tourism. And they at first were like, fuck Sash Barakone, he's ruined our country, da-da-da-da-da. And actually, more people have gone to Kazakhstan since Borat than they have. And yeah. if you believe yeah. the sequel, the president got his revenge by sending Borat as patient zero for coronavirus and spreading it around the world, oh. which is the official but version of But that means also Kazakhstan... Started COVID. They did. That's, According that's, to the that, film. That's what was implied yes. in the film, that's, right? That's kind of a backhanded. <laughs> um, I think I'm not sure if I want to bring up my other honorable mention because I know, Stefan, for a fact, it's one of your top five. Um, but Guardians 3, I think that was me saying. That, that's in your honorable that mention? Was, yeah, that was me saying goodbye to the MCU. Hmm. It was a rare. Um, it was a rare 
orgasm of standard that we're not used to seeing recently because the standard has been so low with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I thought about that word orgasm for a while. I'm sorry. I couldn't I'm think of anything sure else. It's because you you're starvgasmed. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it feels right to agree with. Uh, you need what Jim Carrey says in Batman Forever, joygasm. <laughs> the strangest line ever put to screen. Yes, well, <laughs> written by Akiva Goldsman, who... Um, oh, Akiva. That legendary, the legendary Akiva, Akiva Goldsman yeah. that we've discussed before. Um, <laughs> anybody else got other honourable mentions? I was going like to say two? Guardians 3. It was rare a cool words that you used. Because that's why I liked it. I am not an MCU fan. I used to be. I'm not I a, used to be. Like, I'm not an MCU fan. You never have been, right? Not really, no. I liked Iron Man when it came out. Everyone and then did. I think I was too busy with... Drugs. Yeah. Uh, nah, like... Well, not just that. But um, <laughs> I was too busy with kind of... I was really into my art house face. So I yeah, felt yeah, like yeah. the MCU was really like the complete opposite. Oh, it was just really production line cinema so when i watched guardians 3 to actually be brought to tears at one point mm. laugh a lot and genuinely feel satisfied by a kind of big blockbuster and i think it's largely down to james gunn's yeah. handling of it yeah. all i also think the fact that it was very intense and quite shocking for an mcu tonally movie. it was like a superhero film from 20 years ago before they felt they needed to make you laugh with dad jokes every 30 seconds you know yeah. when it was serious it was deservedly so. It was sincere. Um, I'm going to laugh at you lot because you don't love animals, innit? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, fair play. It was sad, didn't it? But I didn't, I didn't cry. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, you at least teary I've seen, I've seen a fucking dead squirrel in the park. Like, oh, just because one's, just because it's different. Linda Cardellini, like, well, doesn't I wasn't mean it's fucking crying. But my little fox family live next door. One of you them. Have a, what, what, what? You have a fox family living next door. How have door? you never? The, the, it's never come up. And no, no, no. So no S know, Stefan has mentioned this a few you, times. Either right, you right. are okay. just such a shit friend, <laughs> basically. You never. Listen to me. <laughs> yeah, your Fox family. That's yeah, Fox like family. Me. So I have a uh, next door to me. There is an abandoned block of flats. Yeah, and it's because planning permission and trying to get trucks in to renovate the place would mean they'd have to drive through here and so on. And there's no entrance into the front. And it's just a fucking nightmare. Right. This this property. Mm. And as a result, it's become overgrown crazy overgrown in the back garden. Yeah. And there is a family of foxes that live out there, which I like to call the Weasleys. What? Yeah, come on, Toby, you've heard this story. Oh, because reds, yeah. Yeah. Ginger. Yeah. Very witty. And the Weasleys, the Weasleys uh, are a family made up of two big, two big foxes, Mama Fox and Papa Fox. I don't know. And the two little ones. And one day I walked down the road and I saw a fox lying at the side of the road, dead. Oh, no. Well, that's you, that sarcastic response is really brutal. <laughs> I was genuine with mine. you are going to make yourself the most unpopular human being in the world. Am I not already? Am I not already? Animals are more popular than movies. Okay? Animals are more popular than I you. I resent that. <laughs> that's a but fact. But I looked oh, out the are, window, and there's only three of them. And I was like, oh... Mm. That means one of my little foxes, one of the Weasleys, died. Did you go out and say your mother can't be with you anymore, like mm. fucking Bambi? Nah. That would have been badass, bro. <laughs> no, I just suddenly picked them all up and said, now you live with me. I teach you the way. No, it's not that. That's like, kind of that, cool, though. That, 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 that you is can't a sick domesticate line. foxes. No, you can't. Because they end up becoming like really shit in the outdoors. They become too reliant and then they like 
start to fuck up. You know, Does the penis unbarb itself? Why? Why is that? Why would you? Because that's all I know about foxes, isn't it? That they like the penis is barbed. If that's all you know about foxes, you've got no. Oh, are you a fucking fox expert now? I'm a foxitarian. Did you know that foxes attack south? East facing southeast, which is interesting considering how prominent they are in the southeast of London. Right, it's yeah. kind of weird, isn't it? That's is that some... like their version of Mecca, like they have to pray in a specific direction? Well, I know that dogs have to shit north and south for some nonsense. I, I looked it up the other day and I was like, this can't be true, and it kind of is. This is amazing. Well, Google stuff. said it's true, so it yeah. must be true. You know, like anything that's on Google is true. Yeah, dogs can look but up. animals. Yeah, I find animals. It the animals in this. It wasn't necessarily the dying or anything. Spoilers, animals dying. If you cared, you'd have seen the fucking movie by now, let's be and, honest. Um, it was actually the friendship things. I get quite teary-eyed when people connect and there's like genuine emotion and love shown. Like oh, in The really Elephant cool, man. man, there's a bit where, you know, John Hurt starts talking to um, Anthony Hopkins' uh, character's wife in the scene. Yeah. And he starts talking about, you know, like how he appreciates their company and he feels loved and stuff like that. And that actually makes me tear up more than a character dying and being yeah. like, oh no. It's the emotional connection, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so I think the Guardians 3 really drove that home and also just a fucking sick soundtrack. Yeah. I hate with MCU movies where they just go, right, pick modern shit and cool shit and popular, your dad's radio and so on. Yeah. And play that. Whereas in this, this was like, I've noticed it with Guardians 1, it's very 70s. Guardians 2 is very 80s because you've got the like Hoff references and stuff. Yeah. And then I found Guardians 3 to be very 90s. They go in a timeline. Yeah, yeah, like Space Hog, Flaming Lips is kind of coming into the 2000s. There was one song that I heard that I really liked, but I was pretty, I don't know if I was battered or I just forgot, you know? What there I mean? was a there really was a good Earth, Wind and Fire song uh, in part three that I fucking uh, Which one? loved. Uh, Reasons. If you guys don't remember the sequence, please go. No. I can't remember it off that fucking impression. Oh, you will. Honest. You will right. when you rewatch it that again. That sounded okay. like the terrible music from Hollow Man at Kevin Bacon <laughs> plays in his car. <laughs> yeah, literally. Sounds like Creed. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw a good, on the tap, topic of Wrapped, I saw a really good uh, Spotify Wrapped where someone had just like photoshopped Creed. Creed, <laughs> Creed, Creed, Creed and Creed. Um, but no, Guardians 3. That's in my best, in my top five. Same, I same here. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It gave a lot, of, there was a lot going there and I thought it was a kind of movie I will show later on and I'd argue it's possibly one of the best MCU movies. Do you think it's the and best? And a great of, way to end it for me. Best, like best of the three or up there? Mm, I think it's the yeah, best of maybe. the three. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, but that's the thing. I rewatched one before it. It's better, no, one and two are better, uh, one and three, sorry, are better than two. Yeah. That's, that's decided. But that's because two falls into the trappings of a weak villain. And I think with Guardians 3, the villain is great. He's evil. Yeah, well played, well written. Well executed. Yeah, good movie, good yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, for honourable mentions for me, and it's just I'm doing a, what Toby did, Mario. That's in one of my top five. That is actually. Really? Yeah. I, We're weaving in and out, boys. We're yeah. weaving this in and out. Good. It this feels like it feels natural. Yeah. Why, like why, human beings why, why is that one of your... Well, I know why it's going to be an honourable mention because it's in my top five, but what what made it not just fit into your top five? By any it chance? was literally Mario the game in a movie. Yeah. And that's not a criticism. Yeah. That's like, that is all it is at the end of the day. 
It, no, I, no, I, no, I, no. I resent that can word you, Can you? No, because i got a point to back it up. Like, oh, don't bite okay. my head off. Okay. okay. <laughs> Jesus, man. No, well, like, make a point, my bro. mother. Make a point, bro. Uh, make but, a point. Well, couldn't. <laughs> but Mario, for me, it is. And with that, there's a ceiling on it, which, you know... I was wowed by the games mm. and by watching a, like a recreation kind of, you know, almost a, a, a tribute to the games. It, it, there was a ceiling on it. To all the games, actually. And yeah, yeah. what I liked about it was I took my niece and nephew to see it and they fucking loved it. And that was enough for me from the film. Yeah. But for me to put it in my top five, I think there were five better movies okay mm. and i think i got more of an emotional response from guardians 3 for example mm. than i did from mario whereas mario was like yay whoopee the range of emotions wasn't one of my rules i've always had for a film being like getting a high rating or you know score or mm. recommendation for me is if you feel a range of emotions yeah. something makes you laugh maybe cry maybe feel scared you know if a film does all of that makes you think beyond um, just the film itself yeah and yeah. a bit of like there's a lot more to it i think that's that's what usually gets like a your thumbs up from me right sure. Sure. but mario mario kind of for me had a ceiling to it and that's not i'm not like this is the thing i'm not saying mario is a bad movie it's yeah. just a yeah. it's an honorable mention for me you see i i would agree with you that there is a ceiling on this film. Where I would disagree is on the status of that ceiling currently. Because when I watched this film, I saw this ceiling get fucking obliterated by the shit that was going on screen, man. Mm. I tell you, we've seen a lot of fucking um, video game movies. Oh, it was one of the... I'd argue it's, it's the, be the best, best video game movie. 100%. But I don't 100%. like video games being remade into viewing content because I always just find I'd rather play the game. Mm. And that's the issue I'm always going to have. And I think video games are always going to struggle with. I don't fucking do Let's Play on YouTube, man. As, as, and as, Last of Us suffered from this year as well for me and everyone's saying that's like the pinnacle the tv show yeah, yeah for me that was nowhere near as good as the game yeah and yeah i can see why people really enjoyed it but the game was something else and i just think this is going to be an issue for any video game movie for me especially so, sony but, yeah mario's fucking well up there when it comes to you know why you know why i have it in my top five um as you had afro mentioned with the whole we said afro mentioned again i yeah, like this yeah, alex's version of afro yeah. mentioned is afro mentioned i'm gonna be throwing it throwing it about like for the rest of 2023 about, and like, 2024 uh, throwing it about yeah <laughs> but you said like you you took your your niece and your nephew and obviously they really enjoyed it they had a good time with it one thing that really resonated with me going to see this film was the audience reaction because oh, I, yes. I had a great i personally had a amazing crowd with me in the film and I, I i saw different reactions from different groups of kids different families and saw how they you know jumped up in in excitement but also anger at certain things that were happening yeah. on on screen and yeah. i just felt like all of those emotions encompassed made my viewing experience of this film so much better well let me tell you it's funny because you've kind of both of you raised my points for me Mm. Um, but it really was the experience of playing Mario at its best captured on the screen. Mm. Um, the f I went opening weekend, took a four-pack in popcorn. It was absolutely what I needed, and I think we went for lunch afterwards or dinner. I can't remember what the meal was, but it doesn't matter. 
Then went back again the second weekend and there were loads of kids going, man. Yeah. Loads of families and they were loud. It's like, ah, okay, cool. No, this is going to be fun. This is the target audience, really. Yeah. Bro, you see that fucking Rainbow Road sequence? Oh, now? that was, was brilliant. Really good, that bro. was brilliant. The silence <laughs> in the cinema. Up until that point, yeah, you know how sometimes kids can, particularly younger ones, can get a bit distracted or not really focus on the film? No, they were into it. They were reacting and b bouncing off what they were seeing on screen. Dude, that, the intensity of that whole sequence, the, the whole film for me, the intensity of it mm. was, was almost shocking. And the fact that they go out of their way to fucking recreate certain um, shots from the game or like the fucking cover of Super Mario 3 at one point. Yeah. And that you get a like, basically the most intense boss battle at the end you've ever fucking seen. I loved that boss battle. Yeah, man. the second <laughs> time I went and saw it, I thought, you remember Toby, those really early cinema trips that stick with you. Things like Chicken Run, Mulan, fucking... Um, Stuart Little. Stuart Little. There you go. Thank yeah. you. You know those cinema trips that you're like, you still remember for the rest of your lives. Yeah. Chicken they're, Run, man. Chicken Run. There are about, oh, about 50 yeah. kids. Oh, All that yeah, era. Man. There are about 50 kids in that fucking cinema that I'm like, you guys aren't going to forget today. And that made me feel quite, quite oh, proud or special. I'm going to forget today. They're not going to forget today. Oh, sorry, man. I misheard you. I thought we're going to forget today. I was like, huh? <laughs> I've forgotten yesterday. I didn't forget <laughs> Monsters Inc. Um, forget tomorrow. No, I, it was an event movie. All the kids, all the kids were like, there was a couple of kids dressed as bloody yeah, man, that's how Mario you do it. and so on. Yeah, they probably went Luigi. My nephew knew more of the characters. You than did me. say that before to us yeah, earlier this year. I was year. watching it. I was yeah. just like, "Whoa, this kid knows so much about Mario." Nerd. <laughs> no, a few of my oh, man, friends growing up were no, like I'm, Nintendo I'm, heads. I'm, I'm so. just joking. I'm just joking. Kids. Yeah, I was Sony guy. Me. Kids. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He whipped his hair across his eyes when he said that. I'm did a I, Sony I, guy. I didn't. Can you do it again? I saw you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm a Sony guy. <laughs> I'm a Sony guy. Um, another honourable mention that I have that wouldn't have really have fit in my top five, but if we were to make a top five for best action films of the year, this would 100% make the cut. Um, so an honourable mention, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. Netflix film uh, Extraction 2. Oh, yeah. Hell right. of a film. I, I thought about it yeah. and I ended up not writing it down, but Extraction 2 was Man, awesome. that was a film. That was a I that was a you. man's film. You. The action, the action sequences in that, the action beats. Um, Chris Hemsworth as a being like put in the position as a legit action star. That movie, obviously, we enjoy him in the in the role of Thor, mainly the earlier movies. Well, I used to enjoy him. In well, the yeah, yeah, that's why oh, I say. Yeah, well, Thor: Love and Thunder is a don't say it's a we won't, smear, isn't it? It's we, like Voldemort. If you say it, like the film will turn on your telly, and we're all gonna fucking die. We won't on. go down there. We won't go down it's like that the ring. But I was thinking more. No, you get like ring. a call yeah, saying true. that yeah. in seven days you're gonna have to watch Thor: Love and Thunder. Which oh is God, worse <laughs> than a fate, worse fate than death. Cut my own dick off. Jesus. Oh, fucking hell, Toby. Let's not go that far, <laughs> please. No, I will. Carry but, um, yeah, like, the first Extraction, great movie. Really, really pretty good story for, for what it was. Um, and Chris Hemsworth, obviously, you know, took the baton and, and ran with it. But I feel like he just fucking smashed it in this sequel. I think 100%. all the se sequences in it. There are three action sequences, which I've watched, but not the whole film. Mm. And I remember there was this time when i was like 15 16 where i could watch sequences action sequences for movies and not the whole movie and that would be satisfying enough okay yeah. extraction two 
kind of hits that. Like Rambo 4 is one of those examples where there's yeah. an awesome middle action sequence and an awesome ending action sequence. But- and I don't always watch Rambo 4 in its entirety because it's a bit of a, you know, it does slow down. And oh, Rambo, fast. can you help us? Help yeah. the children! He's <laughs> just helping missionaries in that one, and it's like, well... If know, she wasn't it's hot, popular in America because they're Christians, you know? No, nah, of course he would have helped yeah, her. Other, you think? Yeah, yeah, Rambo's had his Rambo's fair Rambo's a good guy, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, say, he helps the Taliban defeat the Russians. He does. <laughs> and that had yeah. long-lasting positive ramifications for the entire world. No, Extraction 2, I could agree with you. It didn't. I didn't put it down, but mm. I do think it was pretty awesome. It's totally worth a watch. Pacing-wise as well, I thought it had like a great pace to it. Yeah, so. the only criticism I have is there's one character that enables the plot, and it's almost a bit cheap and a bit lazy. But other than that, I would give... Yeah, I'd recommend this. Hi, it's an honourable mention for yeah. sure. Yeah. So I haven't seen this. Um, well, you so, need to. No, I'm somewhat prejudiced against Netflix movies because they feel like direct-to-DVD or oh. direct-to-video. This doesn't have that. I, I know, I'll give it a watch at some point, but I want to get your point on something, Alex, because you mentioned earlier that it's very much a man's film. Yeah. And you've heard me describe such films as other films as a man's film. Oh, of course. But... I was in the supermarket the other day, and you know how, like, Yorkies, like, were not for girls, and they used to put that point that, like, women were not allowed to eat Yorkies. Right. You can actually... Women can eat Yorkies now. They've changed it. Oh. So can a woman enjoy Extraction 2, even though it's a man's film? Totally. In fact, the thing I was going to say, I didn't really agree with your comment, because I actually think it had some fleshed out female characters that also whooped ass no to be fair yeah that's a that's a good i don't point. know that actress's name she she, she, she yeah she looks uh, um this could come out politically fucked she looks iranian or something how does one look iranian these days well iranian people have like a different complexion to someone who's indian or brown skin typically oh no no of course Do you know what i mean so she could be like north african or something this is true yeah but i kind of looked at her and i was like well i find out she she could be even like a, a type of French. In your defence, I lived with these Albanian guys for three years and until after they left, I thought they were Polish. Yeah, you had so, no idea. Yeah, right? I, yeah, I can't really tell. That one's a bit of a mistake because Albanians and Poles do look completely different. It says a lot about me. <laughs> but um, I'm going to find out now just quickly because... But to be I, fair, I don't want to butcher this. I agree with I agree with that point. Uh, the 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 female counterpart in this film, opposite Chris Hemsworth, uh, did a phenomenal phenomenal job in her role. And uh, as Stefan did say, that the she is Iranian. Hey! hey, so you got it. Were you saying well, that as so a joke? Did you actually know she was? No, Iranian no. Before? I thought she looked Iranian because Iranian people do look a certain like. All to, look, put this aside. I don't want to have this podcast. You're more worldly than I am, mate. I'll give you that podcast <laughs> revelation where I save the planet or. <laughs> claim to or or fuck over something but people do look like they're from certain places that's true i can tell people from my dad's part of nigeria because we all the same fucking nose so yeah exactly yeah, there's yeah. this thing so i looked at her and she i went she looks iranian yeah and um but there you go yeah no you're spot on man but you're she's also does her action sequences well she's yeah she's kicks ass man 100 she's really good at it and in fact i should stop saying she and I don't want to butcher uh, her their name. pronouns. Goal shift A, Farhan, Farahani. Nice. Goal shift A, Farahani. There that's, we go. I hope pretty, I said that correctly. Pretty good name, yeah. But, um, so do I. Yeah. Nah, Extraction 2 is fucking beast. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Well, again, there is some stuff in it which does diminish it. 
like certain writing aspects and so on. Mm. But you're not seeing this film for plot. No, you're going no. to see it for Chris Hemsworth's crack skulls, man. Should we talk about something that was the worst? Because I feel we've bounced around. So let's talk well, about have we, have we got our honourable mentions out? No, not completely, but I feel the way we've weaved around them now. We're probably heading too positive. We should be shit for a moment. Yeah, let's shit on some films. Let's yeah. some films. Right, yeah. So in defence of 2023, I don't actually have a bottom five. <gasps> I actually had to pad out my bottom four with another film that I'll talk about when we get to it. But I think I can start off by mentioning a film that I know you have on your bottom, Stefan. Have you seen? I've got it literally tattooed on my bottom. On your ass, I see. <laughs> Alex, have you seen bottom. the um, film Sixty Five, starring Adam no, Driver? No, infamously, no, I have not seen it. I know you both went to see it. Did you have a good time? I had a time. Oh, it was it yeah. was a ninety-minute period where ninety we minutes a film. of your life you'll never get back. Yeah, but... um, I made a phone call at one point in the second act. I remember doing that. Wow. Um, yeah, you know what? The intentions were there, and I do not wish ill on any of the filmmakers, any of the, either of the cast. There are two people in this film, but I think it was quite apparent that somebody needed to make a fucking movie during lockdown, and they put together what they could do. Oh, it's a real hangover of COVID. Nothing There's happens. Very in this few people movie. on screen together at a certain time. Yeah. The. CGI and graphics are very cheap and a lot of the camera work is very lazy. Basic shit. And man. the thing is, when it initially ended, I watched it and thought, meh. But the more I thought about it, the more I started to think, wow, that was a really lazy... It's lazy. That's it's not the worst bad. Thing. That's yeah. the worst yeah. thing. You can't even say it's a shit it's movie. Just it's lazy. just lazy. Yeah. And it feels like made for the sake of making something. It's like they had Adam Driver on a contract. Yeah. And went, right, you have to do one more film. Bit like, you know, when Ed Norton's in the remake of Italian Job. I haven't where seen Where he it. just... When he's in it, you just tell he doesn't want to be there. Yeah, he's just there. <laughs> I got the same yeah. vibe that Adam Driver's a very good actor and very professional, so he does actually... He puts, he effort puts some effort into this, but you know he doesn't really want to be there. But that's why I was quite surprised that he was in this film that you guys disliked, because I've known Adam Driver for picking some pretty, being quite like consistent. smart with what he picks, projects yeah. that he chooses to do. So why was this a, let, a letdown? Well, I think we got the impression from the marketing that this would be somewhere between Jurassic Park mm. and maybe... Planet uh, of the Apes. Planet of the Apes, yeah. that kind of thing. Right. Um, it is literally just 90 minutes of Adam Driver creeping around some caves with waterfalls trickling down and a lot of quote-unquote tense moments that aren't really tense because they don't lead to anything. Um, a lot of roaring dinosaurs occasionally. A lot occasionally. Oh. Um, the dinosaurs all looked very... Can't even remember what they looked like, man. Yeah, no, they were dinosaurs. very off. I think the problem, though, is now Jurassic Park set what dinosaurs have to look like. Yeah, that's the standard, yeah. That yeah. now when you try and do some a different spin or take a different spin on it or something, it, it doesn't really resonate. Hmm. I think the biggest issue with this film is that they told you it was set. This is Earth 65 million years ago. If that had been like a twist, that might have mildly helped this film for yeah, some actual, like to raise some enigmas and give you some intrigue. Yeah. Whereas in the end, it was this detriment that in the trailer, I was literally told... They are not humans. They're like aliens or humans from an offshoot galaxy. Oh. And that they've ended up on Earth when the meteor strikes. 
So you see how boring this fucking synopsis sounds. It's actually more exciting than the film itself. Yeah. You see how Steph has just framed it. I'll be honest, it doesn't it doesn't make me really want to watch it at any point ever. No. What could you watch instead? I want something like, Please drives. move on to something else because the less we say, the whole thing is there's nothing to say about this. Yeah, film. it's just there. <laughs> That's the problem. We have it, said like, everything. You can't hate it, but you can't say shit about it, which makes it ultimately like worse. So it's in both of your worst films. Yeah, yeah. it was, okay. it was when I came cool. to picking worst. Yeah. This was quite an easy shout for me. Sure. So is that uh, your worst of the year? No, no, five. When I picked my five. Okay. Because also in my, my five best of the year, there's no order to them. Likewise, I know yeah. there's a film that I think is the best film of the year, which we'll get on to eventually. Yeah. But with my worst five and my best five, I don't really want to put them as a five, four, three, yeah, yeah, two, yeah. much to think one. about. The films need to kind of settle into the consciousness a bit. Yeah. I've also gone with the fact that I've tried to pick different genres for my five so they weren't all the same genre oh yeah but now we're on to because with worse there are two films from the same genre yeah we'll move on to this monster movie is the genre cocaine bear oh Oh, god i didn't watch that i didn't watch that either cocaine bear is some of the most genius marketing the marketing was great ever i felt lied to i felt fucking lied to by the marketing the bears are barely in it Serious, so it's more human. Yeah, than... the true story is that a bear ate some cocaine and died. Yeah. But then you get given this concept, you're like, right, let's go nuts with it. And they make it look like it's going to go fucking ape shit everywhere. Yeah, the opening, the opening sets up a film that's going to be a bit better. Yeah. So it must be, yeah, let's actually talk about that opening sequence because this film starts off really well. Tell me. Over the me. Universal logo, you have the song Jane by Jefferson Starship kicking. Nice. You then cut to this guy on a plane throwing bags of bags of bags of cocaine out the window and then he dies somehow can't remember and then you're like okay fuck the tone is kind of set he smacks his head because he does too much gear and was that it yeah Yeah. he doesn't deploy his parachute and then the rest of the film (laughs) is just Alden Ehrenreich and a few others in the woods having some bullshit family squad and then there are these other people that try and kill I, it's, that's children doing cocaine though which was wild I've Ch- never seen a film doing in which cocaine. children do cocaine the little boy tries coking it yeah um, yeah, yeah they've got kids of... they have a kid buzzing in it which this is what I mean there's these ingredients here to go wow it's the fact they amazing. went for a 15 I think is a bit of a red flag should have gone for a, should have gone for the hard R eighteen certificate film. I think that probably would have. I haven't even seen the film. Just um, just uh, stating that, but I think that probably would have made it a lot better from what you guys are saying. Also, a budget because there's about thirty minutes of bear, and you know that's because they can't afford the CGI. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even when you do see the bear, it's no better than the bear in Prey, which I think is one of the weakest aspects in the movie Prey. The Predator spinoff. Did Prey come out this year? No, twenty twenty two. Prey was oh, last okay. year. Twenty twenty two. Right, yeah. but no Prey like that. Had some iffy CGI, but mm. you, I don't really care about that because the overall product was it was great. Yeah. I'm calling it a product, I mean the overall it's movie. Product, it did seem like a product at that time. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine Cocaine Bear? Right, if it was done right, you'd have the bear. You'd do the coke. First person he kills, he decides to put their skin on just for the fuck of it. I don't know if bears do that naturally, but he puts the person's skin on. Then he takes more cocaine. Then he goes into a bar and tries to, like, fucking play pool or something. And then he does more cocaine and kills everyone because cocaine. 
And then at the end, he fucking... And there he's was, a bear. And I remember there was a bit with a fucking helicopter at some point. It'd be really cool if the bear eventually died because he fucking ran up a tree, leaped at the fucking helicopter. Oh, a helicopter moment. But, but, do you know what I mean? So that well, there's that ambulance awesome. scene, which is the only time they really did anything that I wanted in the film. When I pictured this film, the ambulance sequence where it chases the ambulance and stuff. Yeah, that was cool. That was fun. the only, that was what the film should have been. Yeah, that was good. And right. instead they kind of had, oh my kids have disappeared in the woods. I rather have watched a film in which the bear and Mike Tyson just do loads of fucking gear. <laughs> yeah, and then Another hit... boxing match at the end. Yeah, that'd be a way better movie. Mike and his tiger. Mike, Mike, Mike <laughs> and then he brings his tiger out and the bear gets offended because he's like, I thought I, I was your animal friend. Oh, <laughs> I need to the, say it now. And then the bear and the tiger have a fight and the bear wins because it's on cocaine. And then, yeah, you climax with the bear versus... Mike Tyson, like Ivan Drago and Rocky. Yeah. That's a way better movie. See, I would have well. bought that. Cocaine Bear, that. the title gives you so many possibilities. The poster looks fucking intense as well. Uh, yeah, and in the, in the end, you just get this kind of Meandering whimper. thriller. If I mean, whimper, that. which bears raw, they don't whimper. They don't. Elizabeth Banks as well, right? Which well, is, I, I don't know what's going on, but I saw 20 minutes of the... Charlie's Angels film of yeah. hers. That sucked. And it was really crap. That sucked. And I don't want to shit on her career news. yet. I don't want to like rubbish her because two films I've seen of hers though have not been great. No, but when Charlie's Angels came out, she kind of... No, she's straight up said Did she do the Disney the thing was... of you're racist or sexist the for not liking The Ziegler it. chick thing, yeah. Um, right. But then after I watched that, I'm thinking... The standard of your filmography leaves something to be desired so mm. far. I'm not sure sexism came to play last time. Do you think she's not actually picked? Like, I feel like, do you think she's just getting picked? Like, they go, right, we've got some work, you got to do it. Yeah, yeah, Possibly, to be honest. Yeah, yeah none of them have a particularly original voice. Like flair at all, or yeah. They don't feel like they're made by, they don't feel like they're made by the same person. I feel like if she goes away and does like a really like smaller, independent almost film, with a very mm. selective Well, maybe cast. she's doing this shit to get the money. You know, like loads yeah, of people do yeah. one one for the studio, one for the... Yeah. One, for, for, one the... for me, one for them, you know. Thing. Maybe she's got an intimate erotic thriller about two people who work in a bread factory. Not a bakery, like the factory where they package... Like, what, Hovis? Yeah. It has to be Warburton's. erotic, doesn't it? it has yeah, to be. and um, what do you call them? The fucking production lines. Conveyor yeah, belts. Conveyor belts, yeah. that's it. Yeah, there's some French shit, but because it's lesbians, you're not allowed to find it arousing. It's oh. it's, it's it's empowering, you know. Is that the case? Because I I have to admit, I did have a semi when I watched Blue is the warmest color. The, the scissoring <laughs> scene, yes. The, the scissoring oh, scene. No, the, the, well, the scissoring, like, scene. scissoring scene. I will. Wow. I actually found some of just the general erotic moments in it pretty yeah. hot. Yeah. No, nah, some girl I used to not work just with. the scissoring. I'm not that vulgar. <laughs> yeah. I did enjoy it. Like, I'd be lying movie, yeah. if I didn't. But I thought like the whole film was quite sexy or oh, titillating. There Fair. you go, that's the word. Well, apparently the use. rules are, the rules are chicks kissing, period. You're not allowed to enjoy it anymore. Oh, well, I'll, I'll enjoy what I want to enjoy. Fuck it, man. I'll enjoy what I yeah, like. Exactly. And I did not enjoy cocaine bear. 
So moving on. <laughs> right, I'm gonna. Alex, I'm, you've I'm, probably got one. I'm, no, I've got one that we've all got on our list. Oh wow, sure. unanimous. Yeah. Do you, do you want, yeah, go on. We'll do another worst, and then we'll go back to doing something actually. This positive. this is a worst one that we really need to get out of the way because I know all three of us very disliked it very very much. I'm going back to the back to the Marvel well with this. I knew it was coming. Uh, Ant-Man 3, Quantum Mania. Cool. Who wants to shit on against you for 20 <laughs> minutes? Because I've got a fucking night. I don't want to spend 20 minutes on this. No, let's not. I uh, don't. I've actually just criticised this thing all fucking year. So I've I've tried. I really hate this film. I've tried with the MCU. I really I hate stuck it. around after Infinity War. I stuck around after Endgame. I stuck around during the late 2000s when they just remade the Avengers and Guardians over and over again. And yeah. they became these pastiche comedies with dwindling visual effects budgets. Do you mean the 2010s? The 2010s, what did the I say? The 2000s, because I was thinking like Daredevil and Spider-Man 2. God, yeah. it's all one decade to me, that 20 years. That says, that says a lot. 07 to like, when, when did uh, Endgame come out? 2019. 2019. Okay, so yeah. that's like... I'm talking the later half of the 2010s. That's okay. specifically... Uh, and then you have this massive crescendo, end game, great, love it. You got Spider Man carrying on. Maybe you're doing Fantastic Four, cool. Maybe pull it back a bit. And then you give me the fucking double whammy of two of not just the worst superhero films, but two of the worst films I have seen in my lifetime. You see this fucking Love and Thunder that we tried not to mention. You see this fucking Ant-Man film that came out fucking how many months ago, yeah? You see 40, 50 years ago when the old guard were making their first Richard Donner Superman movies, mm -hmm. yeah? They'd be... And they were, they were <laughs> fighting. They were fighting against all this prejudice about the superhero genre being campy and silly and throwaway and one-dimensional, yeah? And they put so much fucking hard work into making sure that it was mythology, that it was accessible to the masses, to people of all fucking ages, yeah? yeah? And then after a while, we start to get a lot of them of a good high standard. We get the X-Men film, Spider-Man, the Dark Knight trilogy, and it's all fucking going so well. And then you know what? We keep telling the big guys that we'll just take it regardless of what it is. And in the end, you end up with a film that is literally just four people standing on a blue screen, looking out, talking about colours in the sky, things I don't care about. But let me tell you, Richard Donner died summer of 2022, wasn't it? Yeah? You see, when Ant-Man 3 came out, I came out, I'm like, that man is spinning in his grave. I hope they fucking cremated him because his, his fucking corpse is trying to break out now to save us all. Do you know how much I am fucking fuming right now? I am personally, hey, yeah. spiritually, and religiously offended by Ant-Man Quantumania. Can I have a glass of water, please? <laughs> I mean, it's there, right? No, I finished it. <laughs> I don't actually need it. That was... That was, really uh, that was... I hope it was funny. I think you guys haven't heard of Toby Brandt before. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's your first fucking uh, Toby Brandt. There you go, there you go. You I, got I, it. I, I want to keep it brief because this film is shit. No, please, let's, let's. But the one thing, you know, it's a bad movie when you just get 30 minutes of exposition. Yep. It's just a dump on what the film's about, where things are, how things work, done in just dialogue in the most uninteresting way. It's, that's, 
it's not lazy like 65. It's actually almost like a fuck you to the yeah. audience. Yeah, mm. yeah, it felt that way, man. It felt that I way. I felt sorry for, uh, in a way, for Jonathan Majors because I actually felt, oh, I felt I'm not like, sure you should be feeling so sorry I, for I, him. I felt sorry for him in the context of the film, not in real life. Well, Let that just be stated. Yeah, he's he an is. amazing actor, but Separate I feel like the artist from the art. Him exactly right, yeah. but him coming into this role and being given the material that he was given, he tried his best, but the script was pants. And it just didn't. He elevated his scenes, to be honest. I agree. I thought he was one of the better things. Uh, Modoc. No, no. Can, not, can we not say anything more than just the name? You mean no. George Lopez and Sharp Boy and Lava Girl? Everyone said it. As bro. soon as no, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, that reminds me of something. I was really glad that it became a meme because it was the first thing that came to my fucking mind. Um, one, how dare you? It was so bad. How dare you? It was so 